Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Today is episode 37, and we are discussing videographers, how to hire one, why to hire one, the cost involved, and why everybody needs video. Welcome to the Musician's Guide to Being Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. Every week, we have music industry professionals and top performers share their insights on thriving as a modern musician. Whether you're a recent grad or high-profile artist, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Karen Kibidez, CEO of Kibidez Artist Services, marketing and management consultant, educator, and professional saxophonist based in Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk about video. Um, I've gotten tons of questions um, about video, actually, especially with Jeremy Wilson and all the standard rep projects that we do and talking heads and, um, you know, just kind of cinematic videos, performance videos, all the videos. Um, So I just kind of wanted to walk everyone through what that process looks like. Um, And of course, eventually we'll get Jeremy on the podcast as well to kind of give us his take on that. But video is kind of like a it's not a new hot topic, but I feel like it's become new um, to the music world in the sense that everybody now is recording themselves and putting it online, editing it um, specifically on Instagram and Facebook and social media. So um, I just want to walk you through just a very basic, simple, quick episode on how I hire a videographer, how I work with a videographer, why I do video, um, and you know maybe some of the challenges and, and costs involved with, with actually doing video. So my company added video about two and a half years ago to the services that we offer. And something that I noticed was, you know, videographers seem to only be for (laughs) not the rich and famous, but the people with like really big budgets. Or like if you're making a music video and maybe you're like in the hip hop genre or, you know, pop or country or whatever, especially since moving to Nashville. And it just seemed like insurmountable that a classical musician could record a piece maybe with a piano in a hall and that it would look aesthetically pleasing and or creative in any way. Um, I know we're all used to like the stationary camera where you literally just place one camera with one angle and it's just shooting at you the same time or like shooting at you straight like the whole time, no movement, all of that. Um, So I decided to just educate myself and play around with what that looked like, what the possibilities were. Um, Of course, most of my videos are trombone centric, but what's crazy about that is, you know, coordinating audio, a slide, music making, um, you know, piano, room, environment, lights, the whole nine. So um, when working with a videographer, um, I think the first thing that needs to be discussed is cost and scope of project because videographers, some videographers charge per project, some charge per hour. And it's not like an hour at a time. It's like a half day versus a full day. Um, Some of the project-based work can be, you know, there's no real way to quantify how long something takes. Um, So sometimes a per project makes more sense. So it's just really having an open conversation with your videographer, being open about your budget, your desires, um, and the purpose of the video. Um, If someone's going to shoot something for, let's say, an EP or a record is very different than if we're shooting a video for a recital. Um, Or if you're shooting a video in a studio versus a concert hall versus outside in the elements um, in your home, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So just figuring out what the scope of that project is. Um, I'd say a standard videographer rate is about $450 for three to four hours of time. And 
six to seven hours, it'll be about $850. That sounds like a really large number. Um, for me, it's like if I have to do some talking head videos and I'm going to pay like $450, like that's a lot. So I've always been able to find a way to, to just figure out how long it's going to take my videographer to edit it. Um, if I'm prepared, um, and I have maybe, you know, I need a 60 second clip for Instagram versus, you know, like a 20 minute interview, like, you know, how I can kind of work with them to keep costs down on both ends, but more importantly, so I, so we can organize the content. Um, so the videographer is not spending, you know, hours upon end piecing things together because I wasn't prepared or, you know, something like that. So before that number like deters and scares everyone, you know, I've also done video shoots for like $100. Like my emerging artists were able to come to the workshop and record a professional video. And that was not a bajillion dollars. We were able to streamline it in such a way where somebody recorded the audio independently. They're going to mix master and then give to the videographer who's then going to sync it with the actual video that was shot and then call it a day. So there's different ways to work um, around what is needed. Um, something else you can consider with videography is a videographer is not an audio engineer. If you find one that is a videographer and an audio engineer, like you're golden, but most videographers are not. Um, and of course, as musicians, audio quality is very important to us. So just making sure that you are asking these questions ahead of time. Um, and if the videographer you know, is charging X amount of dollars for video, but that doesn't cover audio, you know, figuring out who is within your budget so you can get the video and the audio um, captured. Um, and then also the purpose of the video, like, like I mentioned earlier, like it's very different how we shoot different things, a recital versus a, you know, a music video, a recording session, all of that. Um, and just telling the videographer where this is going to live. This is going to live on YouTube. If this is going to be on Facebook, if this is going to be, you know, submitted in a DVD for, you know, a competition, or maybe you're making a, a record and there's a DVD portion to it. Um, so just figuring out all of the logistics, of course, just like photography and, and all of that, you want to have a contract. You want to know when the deliverables are due. You want to know um, what the videographer needs from you in order to execute that. Um, and just having contracts, 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 I feel like are the key to everything here. Um, again, the Brene Brown quote, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And especially again, working with creatives and with things that are subjective, like um, even videographers that I currently work with and that I love, like I don't always love their vision and that's okay. They don't always love mine. So it's just kind of finding a, a synergy and a way to work together and to collaborate um, by being as open and clear and honest as possible with what is needed, what we can do um, and what the capabilities are. And like I mentioned before as well, like people do want to work, like we're all freelancers in some way or another. Um, so if something, if you really want to work with someone and they're out of your budget or you need to do some kind of payment plan, like 100% talk to them, tell them about it. And I know they will be more than willing to help and to work with you on that. Um, I've had people do payment plans when they do video with us. Um, you know, there's typically a deposit 50% upfront, or maybe even a smaller percentage just to hold out the date. Um, and then people pay it incrementally. Um, there's just different arrangements that you can come up with in order to make that possible for you. Um, as far as like what you look like in the video. So 
I like to call talking head videos where you're like talking either into the camera or off to the side a little bit um, are different than performance videos. I feel like performance videos give people an opportunity to see your playing, to um, watch you do your art, um, and to connect with you on a musical level. Um, a talking head video gives you an opportunity to talk to your audience and for them to hear your voice, to see you, your mannerisms. Um, for them to just connect on a specific subject, uh, feel like they're on a journey with you, or maybe just get educated on whatever the subject is that you are covering. Um, and for these talking head videos, you want to, first of all, make sure that you're prepared. Um, just like with taking a picture or even being on a podcast, like having a mic in your face, having a camera in your face, it definitely throws you off and it's definitely, you know, practice. So of course, practicing by yourself with your computer or your own Zoom or whatever will be really helpful, but also making sure that what you're saying, um, that you're ready and prepared. So I approach all my talking head videos and anytime I'm on camera, very similarly to if I'm going to give a masterclass or a lecture or speak on this particular subject, um, I know exactly what I'm going to say before I show up to the video shoot. So you want to make sure that you've thought it through. Um, if you haven't memorized it, that you at least have some bullet points that you can reference um, as you're speaking. I 100% recommend speaking from stream of consciousness instead of having a teleprompter. Um, you're not on television. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. The point of a talking head is for people to connect with you. So it's going to be very difficult for people to connect with you if you're just reading stuff and not engaged and just not yourself. Like nobody reading a teleprompter is like their natural self. So just making sure that you're speaking from stream of consciousness, I think will be really helpful. Um, being aware of what you're wearing. Again, just like photography, you want to make sure that you are comfortable, that you're rocking an outfit that you feel attractive in, confident in, um, and that you know, you're just aware of what you look like. Um, for women, if you're wearing bracelets, that's going to catch on as far as sound into the audio. Um, you'll most likely be wearing a lapel mic, so you want to make sure that your hair doesn't get in the way. Um, earrings, all of that. Um, and just, you know, representing yourself, how whatever fits your brand and how you want to be seen in these talking head videos, um, I think will be really helpful. Of course, we're now in an era where you can just talk on Instagram and do an Instagram live or do an HG, HG, not HGTV, IGTV on Instagram. Oh my gosh, I have like Joanna Gaines in my mind or something. Um, and you know, you can also connect with your audience that way, but I feel like specifically if you're doing like a project or, you know, just trying to grow your brand and your videos for your website, um, it'll be helpful to have some of these talking heads explaining things, um, you know, sharing some of your tips and tricks. Um, I notice a lot of people doing like series on like warmups and stuff like that. So the video component is definitely really helpful in that capacity. Um, you know, I'd recommend talking to your photographer about where this is going to take place. Are you going to film this outside, inside? Um, what does all of that look like? And um, I personally prefer to shoot inside. Um, I have more control over my environment. Um, and of course, as close to a window as possible. So we still get some natural light in. Um, but of course, for musicians, audio is like, I'd say number one on the priority list. So it's much easier to control that indoors than, you know, maybe outside with cars and just ambient noise. Um, so just keep all of that in mind. And Video is such an in-depth thing and it's so specific depending on the project that you're trying to do. Um, but, you know, just to give you an idea, we I've spent anywhere between, you know, 200 all the way up to maybe 
five grand on video shoots. So again, the scope of the cost is, is really big. Um, and it just depends, you know, how many videos, how long the person's going to be there, how long it's going to take to edit, what the organization's going to be. So I hope with all of these episodes, you can kind of hear that there's a theme in organization. There's a theme in clarity of intention in developing a good relationship with, you know, the, the people that you're taking pictures with, that you're filming, that you're potentially even designing a website with like you want to make sure that you're all on the same page with everything um, I also think that like I mentioned earlier contracts are very important because you're able to see you know what you need to bring when you need to be there um, and what the turnaround time is for you know said items and all of that um, and I think just practice um, you know nobody peaks in their first video if you go see anybody that you know, you admire it and you scroll back in their YouTube channel, like their videos just only incrementally get better and better. Um, so just know that no matter what your budget is, no matter where you are in your career, like you can totally start, like you don't need to, nobody needs to give you permission or I'll give you permission just go do it. Um, and you know, the, the only place you can go is up. So um, start where you can start. Um, don't break the bank trying to do, you know, videos and whatnot, but just make sure that they're an accurate representation of where you are right now. Again, as a memento, it's going to get better. If you go back to my YouTube channel, um, it has definitely gotten way better over the years. Um, and I'm not even embarrassed about those videos because I'm like, yep, that's where I was at that time. And that's how I learned all the stuff that I know about video. And that's why I'm so much better in camera or on camera right now. Um, so yeah, just keep all of that in mind, especially with video. Um, I feel that it's become even more important to have some kind of video representation of your playing, of you speaking, um, that often introduces you before you even have the opportunity to play in front of other people. Um, I have found that for emerging artists specifically, it really helps with um, getting endorsements and sponsorships and things like that. Um, it also establishes credibility if you're a freelancer, um, as an educator, it helps you with your recruiting, like people getting an idea of your pedagogy, why they would want to come study with you, why they would want to come study at your school, um, your studio, things like that. So I feel like just everyone all around could really benefit from video. Uh, but it just comes down to figuring out the cost, the intention of the project, um, having a clear contract with your videographer, and just getting started. Mm -hmm.